<laughs> hey, be for the jokes. You gotta laugh. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome back to the 20 something podcast. We're up to our fifth episode, and why don't we just drive straight into it? I'm G. I'm Ben. I'm Jamie. And I'm Steph. And we're all looking forward to another great episode full of laughs and banter. Today, we're going to be looking at our co-stars and identifying what kind of horoscopes mean what and whether or not we're going to have sex with each other. Also, co-stars were in a movie. (laughs) What? wants to buy the movie rights, we are available for that. Uh-huh. We're, We're actually co-starring the new Spider-Man film, Spider-Man Not Home Yet. I can't remember what it's called, but um, look out for us. We are in that movie. Hidden. Very, very hidden. <laughs> I like the ghosts, but yeah. Look I out don't even think us. we'll get a credit, but we're there. We're there. And that's what matters most. Exactly. Mm. It's our word against yours. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell us we're wrong? Tell us we're lying. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm wrong if I'm telling you the truth. If Wait, particularly on this topic, the other day we're talking about, like, you can decide who you've had sex with, right? Like, you can just cut them off your list. And, like, if they get really adamant about it, like, why are you so adamant that we had sex? Like, calm down, guy. Anyway, that's just my little tidbit. I was so What have been thinking about this, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I have regrets. I have regrets. No rag rats. Rag rats. That's my next tattoo. Rugrats. No Rugrats? Yeah. No. <laughs> Just with like a picture of Chucky and um, I can't think, Luke? <laughs> I don't know, the other guy. Luke. I thought you just made up a male Tommy, name. Tommy, <laughs> Chucky and Tommy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did make up a male name. Back? Sorry for the sidetrack. Continue. Yeah, okay. Back on track. Well, how's everyone's week been? Jamie, how's your week been? Um, it was good. I went away on the weekend, had Ooh. a really good time. Yeah. Where did you go? Um, I went to Inverloch. Have you heard oh. of it? Oh, my God, that's crazy. I was also in Inverloch. Shut up. Really? Oh, really? Were you, where were, like, were you there at the same time? I was there Friday to Sunday. Oh, my God, I was there Friday oh, to Friday Sunday. Friday to Sunday, I make the girls. Sorry. It's we almost like we went together <laughs> in the that's same so time. crazy. <laughs> And slept in the same tent. <gasps> okay, so last night, sorry, I was going to, like, detour for a little bit, but um, I was driving home from work and I was driving down, like, the road that I usually take from Jamie's house to my house and they have, like, speed signs <laughs> along the highway. <laughs> and I completely forgot that this happened and I burst out laughing. So, it, like, so it tells you what speed you're going but it's incredibly inaccurate like I was sitting on like 85 and Jamie was like get 69 get 69 and we got 69 basically the whole camp trip all Steph and I did was listen and quote John Mulaney our favorite no. You know, I've been singing for the last, like, two days because we're down to air at night. Ben and G have no idea what I have on. no idea what you're talking about. <gasps> okay, we need to have, like, a Zoom thing really soon and make them watch Jumbelini. All two of them and then listen to the one on Spotify. All right, G, how was your week? Oh, week was good. Just same old, same old. Only a few weeks left of work. Yeah, um, a nice weekend. Ooh. Did my laundry. It was my <laughs> younger brother's birthday. Did something for that. It was nice. Hang out with the fam. Oh, I made fatouche for the first time, which was fun. What'd you call me? Did you just spare me. I made fatouche. Oh, it's the salad. Yes, uh, it's like a lebanese salad, but I like I made the pomegranate. That's why I don't know what it is. <laughs> and you're like, what's a salad? Very um, cultured. Oh. It was really nice. Like I made the pomegranate uh, molasses with it. And Take that word now. Really good, really young. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was my weekend, just a nice old man's time. Speaking of old men, what about you, Ben? How was your weekend? Yeah, good. Um, good. Weekend was very... Like non busy, <laughs> I couldn't think of a better word. Um, I didn't do a lot, uneventful, sure, that's better. Yeah, I just did a bit of housework and then relaxed. And then uni's been good, I'm writing a paper at the moment, so fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
I've been good. Thank you. <laughs> How about you, Steph? How is your life? Oh, it's great. Um, I went oh, away on the weekend. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. You went away? Where'd you go? Oh, my God. Tell me oh, my God. So I went to Inverloch and I went camping and Jamie and I... I went to Inverloch. It's crazy. <laughs> Were we there at the same time? <laughs> Jamie and I managed to piss up every single person we were there with. Um, Not <laughs> yeah. she was um, done. She was I, I felt really bad for everyone else that was there because it was just like us. Um, no. We went, we on the Saturday, we went driving around Inverloch and we went to a few different places. So we spent like maybe an hour in the car and <laughs> we were listening to John Mulaney in the car and um, we had two other people in the car and they were really pissed off. And then on the way home, we watched a Netflix special of John Mulaney and we found out that Inverloch to my house is exactly one John Mulaney special <laughs> in length. Oh, my God. If you ever want to watch one and go, where's the perfect time to do that? It's driving to Inverloch from Steph's house. Yeah. Okay. So, so should I drive from here or drive to you first and then, then play it? You could get through a couple on your way to Steph's house. You could. You could probably memorise a few by the time you get here if you drove. Fair enough. Um, oh, and then also, so I went back to work yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I oh. got yelled at quite a few times um, in different languages because I didn't understand them. We love a bilingual queen. And then I got watched a cop chase around a donkey. <laughs> Eventful. Fun. Have you missed work? Loved it. I loved yeah. Andy Nong. It wasn't even my work. Oh, it was just, like Andy yeah. Now so, it makes sense. Eventful. Sorry to my week. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, as everyone is having a laughing fit, why don't we start with our um, segment that we do every week? Uh, it is our baffled segment where we all reveal something that we're baffled about. And we discuss it as a group to see if we're either idiots or we actually have justified reasons to be baffled about these things. Um, I'll start with mine. It's a super simple sort of little thing, but it ticks me off to the core. Oh, my gosh. Um, just a bit of context. I've been listening to a podcast lately and they got some feedback from what? their viewers or listeners saying that one of the hosts, says words wrong, pronounces words wrong. By the way, just disclaimer, this is not our podcast and we're just pretending it's another podcast. It's definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, It's actually a podcast. I just don't want to give them clout. But um, so this podcast, they had that feedback and so the host was wanting to discuss it. And he said, these are my pronunciations. And I was annoyed because they couldn't even say the word pronunciation correctly. Is it pronunciate or is it pronunciate? Because I understand pronounce is a separate, separate word, but I'm baffled by people saying words like pronunciate because that's... I understand where you would potentially get that... Um, Idiotic ...pronunciation idea. from because of, like, the word noun, but the English language is very complicated, so yeah, I think yeah. it is pronunciate. Thank you. It is, but pronunciate doesn't even sound right. How can you say that with confidence? Because he was talking about words that he's not pronouncing properly. That's <laughs> saying it as pronunciate. But pronounce yeah, I think it's annoying because I think you can pronounce something, but then like, hang on, I'm trying to word this. I think as a noun. It's That's like a good point. Pronounce. No, the verb it's pronounced, but the thing, the noun is pronunciate, which is stupid. I literally that actually that doesn't make sense, but that makes a lot of sense. I swear yeah. they could print. Yeah, but still people mixing them up together, it just doesn't naturally sound right to me. And I was just baffled by it. It doesn't. I wonder where thing. I wonder why there's two different ways of saying it. Because it's not like it's an American version or like an allocution class, hey, you've got dance and dance. Yeah. This is like a different sort of, I think it could be just the way that someone gathers words in a lazy manner maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I just thought this is silly and I had to fast forward the part because it was not very good. Okay. So I just upon 
Googling it. So I was like, I knew the pronounce, uh, sorry, pronounce, pronounce is P-R-O-N-O-U-N-C-E. Mm-hmm. But I just looked it up and I thought pronunciate or pronunciation would be spelled P-R-O-N-O-U-N-C-I-A-T-I-O-N, but it's P-R-O-N-U-N. So it has to be yeah, pronounced. Yeah. Like, so it is pronunciate. Oh, I was just going to say, like, just sort of as, like, a little thing attached to that. What are some words that, like, people spell wrong that really piss you off? Because mine is definitely... I'll say wrong. Uh, uh, spell wrong. Um, defiantly. Yeah, oh. defiantly. Definitely defiantly. Oh. I can't. Get it right. I have a guy that I was speaking to mm-hmm. who would spell definitely as defiantly, and I'm just glad it didn't work out. You're like, I'm defiantly not interested anymore. Every time I saw it, I was like, my my likeness for him would diminish every time he wrote it. And then, like, once in a while he spelled it right, I'm like, oh, he's learnt. And then he didn't. But he was a lovely guy, so. I get irritated when people spell you with just a U. Oh. I do that if I'm very lazy. Shutty. But, like, I mark assessments at points in my life. And when people write you... Like that, or though as T H O. An academic document. In the assignment, no. It's yeah. the um, shorthand and like um, slang words have made kids very lazy. Hello, this is editing Steph, uh, editing this podcast. And as per my conversation with some people the other day, I would just like to. Um, preface I can't even say preface because I'm not putting it before the statement but um I would just like to say that that is not aimed at my cousins Taylor, Dharma, Ryan, Raina, Sienna and Matthew it is aimed at like kids (laughs) Mm. I hate when they spell like no like you know something is n-o Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, and they do Y O U R instead of Y O U apostrophe R E. That shit. Sure. Oh, I don't like U's. Y O U S E. Same with ones. I'll just grab those ones, thanks. Oh, I like never had that right now. Zero. Wait, I'll grab those ones. What's wrong with that? Because you can't have one. You know what I mean? I feel I'll like I say that all the time. I'll grab those. I'll grab those. Oh, actually, no, maybe I do say those. I'll just grab those, thanks. Yeah. Oh, and I said, I I'll describe those ones. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'll let you know next time. It's like you're repeating the like the objective word from something, man. Well, that's like iliu. Yeah. Or recently learned naan bread. You're saying bread, bread. Oh. That's why I just call it naan. Exactly. But people say naan bread. Do you want some naan bread? Really? Oh, strange. So when people say cafe latte, mm-hmm. milk, milk, milk. Cool. Cool. Next one. All right, Ben. Go, Ben. Okay. I was actually going to Google this to answer it myself, but I was like, you know what? Nine plus ten. Pod material. Let's go. I don't get how, first, how Bluetooth works, and secondly, why is it called Bluetooth? (laughs) Like there is no teeth involved in wireless communication. Why ben, is it blue? You should have researched this before you brought it to the pod. Is there Why? an explanation for it? I also. Do you know the answer? Tell me if you do. It's just a connection that picks up another connection. Do colorblind people call it Bluetooth or do they call it green tooth? You know, like. Wow. You guys, even the jokes, you gotta laugh. <laughs> so, does anyone know why it's called it or what it does? No. Because my, my theory is. Like, when I first got my phone, so I'm, well, when I went to my middle school, like I'd gone to like a new school, I got a phone in case I needed to get in contact with mum to go to work, whatever. I could Bluetooth things to and from that and it was just like a little Nokia. So like, it mustn't be some crazy complex wireless thing, but then how is it different to Wi-Fi or, you know what I mean? Like, can it only send messages forward like it can't receive? I, I don't know. But Bluetooth, you still have to receive. Yeah. I know, but... I also don't know, but, like... Isn't it, like, just two entities that are connected via, like, a password? 
Yeah, but isn't that just like a phone? Why is Bluetooth so special? I have why it's called Bluetooth. Yeah, go for it. Is that special anymore? <laughs> um, so its name dates back more than a millennia to King Harold Bluetooth Gormson, who was well known for two things, um, for uniting Denmark and Norway in 958. That's how far we've gone back. What a king. And his dead tooth, which was a dark blue-grey colour, and earned him the nickname Bluetooth. Um, that's what I got before I said I have it. So let me just <laughs> get you the rundown. That makes sense. Like if he united um, the two countries, then uniting phones. Okay, so because the three in 1996, three industry leaders, Intel, Ericsson, and Nokia, met to plan the standardization of this short-range radio technology to support connectivity and collaboration between different products and industries. So during the meeting, um. Jim Kardak from Intel suggested Bluetooth as a temporary code name because, like, like King Harold, Bluetooth was famous for uniting Scandinavia just as we intended to unite the PC and cellular industry with a short-range wireless link. So it was a placeholder because, like, they were like the king did who united two countries. They were uniting different forms of technology to become, like, act as one at, for a time being. They used Bluetooth as nickname. And it just stuck. Okay. Wow. That kind of makes sense. How informative. That's a good yeah. battle. I mean, because fair enough, like, I'm trying to think, because like, I use AirDrop a lot, but that's mm. only, like, an Apple. Only for fruit. Yeah. Only for fruit, yeah. Thank you, Jamie. I'm You're not welcome. welcome. I mean, I just Googled it. I didn't actually know that stuff. I'm not that Thank smart you, guy. Google. Thank you. But, oh, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, because I've got, like, Bluetooth headphones and Bluetooth this and speaker. <laughs> You're so rich. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Sorry. It's called saving. <laughs> it's called I would like that How do people save money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my baffled. So thank you for unbaffling me, Jamie. You're welcome. Um, if someone can help unbaffle me, I don't think I've spoken about this one before, but um let's do it. I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Yep. Why did Cinderella's shoe fall off if it fit so perfectly? Yes. How me? And like like without the shoe, the story ends at the ball. Isn't it a slipper? Also, why did it not just disappear at midnight? I thought it was a slipper off? and slippers can just slip off even oh if they do fit well. <laughs> I never thought of Ben's comment. Sorry, I yeah, just... Yeah, why did it just disappear? Yeah. Yeah, why did it not also vanish with the rest of the magic? Maybe what? the fairy godmother knew that she'd fallen in love with the prince so wanted to leave behind a remnant. Or maybe because it wasn't on her body. Mm. And yeah. did it, like, it didn't come from but anything. Like, like I didn't... Like, she didn't that? wear the pumpkin and then the pumpkin changed back. That's true. In Into the Woods, the musical... Yeah. They fix this problem because... um. In Into the Woods, the story is a bit different. So she goes to multiple balls and continuously runs away. So the and like she always stands with the prince, and the prince has like fallen in love with her. But and because he knows she's going to run away, one night he spreads like this sticky stuff on the stairs. So when she goes to run away, she gets one of her shoes gets stuck, and then she sings this amazing song that I love to be. It's my favorite song from Into the Woods. And then she goes so in the in the in the song. It's all about her deciding what to do, and right. she goes. Um, I'll leave him a clue, perhaps a shoe. So then her shoe that's stuck, she leaves in the sticky stuff and she runs off. So that's that problem sorted. But that doesn't happen in the original fairy tale. I think that's what it is, a fairy tale. My my thing is, is that she was obviously running out of the ball. So she might have been a little bit sweaty. And, I mean, glass is not, like, not the most, like, it's slippery. That's what I, isn't it like known as a glass slipper, not a heel. It's a glass slipper, yeah. Yeah, so they but, can like in the sh- in the show, like it did like sort of encompass her foot, but it obviously had like the opening. So more of like a um, it's like a book. You just slide it in, right? No, I, th- I feel like it has a back. Yeah, it has a back. It has a little backing, very light, like sort of where you would have like a buckle on it. Like yeah, a, I've yeah. heard of like ballet flats. And they have like the back bit, right? Like a slipper. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? And like that said, if it was glass, then they would slip off so easy with all the sweat. It's like a pump. So it looks like a fairly easy 
shoe to slip out of. Yeah. And she's running, she's sweaty, she's a little bit slippery. I um, see where you're coming from. Yeah. The biggest problem is that the whole thing is about when the prince comes to find her is that, oh, it's a perfect fit. Like so, no yeah. one else in the town fit in this slipper but her. So like if it fit her so perfectly, how to fall off. But I'm willing to accept the sweat factor. Mm. I am willing to accept it. Surely the odds of there being not a single other foot in all of the kingdom that would not fit. Like the chances of that. I need to think there's flaws in the story. Another baffle could be how big are her feet or how small are her feet to be the yeah. only foot that fits. That's what I mean. Like what yeah. are the statistical chances of that? Because like everyone I know that is a guy has a size ten or ten and a half foot. <laughs> yeah. And you could fit in their shoes, right? If you had the same size. Yeah. What size are you, Ben? <laughs> I think like a nine or an eight and a half. <laughs> Tiny. No, I'm, I'm bigger. I'm just a you know what they say. Big feet. Big socks. Oh. oh, nice. Alrighty, so that's that problem half sorted. Sweaty feet is the answer. Thank mm-hmm. you. That was a good one, though, Jamie. Thank you. It's been at the top of my baffled list. I feel like I need to start writing this down because I literally like Google it like right before up. we start filming. All of mine are on the spot. Like, I should make them up. I've got a cross I've got a list as well. Baffled for. Let's go to Steph's battle. <laughs> uh, mine isn't a good one. I feel like the last two are really, really good. Why do people find Channing Tatum so attractive? He's drawn <laughs> abs, his chest, his arms. <laughs> Dare I go on? <laughs> his abs. I don't know. I just don't find, like, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about him. I don't find him that attractive. And everything, I think like, a lot of dies over him. The characters he plays are, like, either young, immature men. Mm-hmm. And it's- it's just like, oh, shut up. He doesn't, like a lot of actors might have like a wide range of performances. Yeah. He doesn't have that. So he, and he's not going to appeal to everyone. Like I totally understand what you mean. That is fair. When I think of Channing Tatum, I don't think of um, Magic Mike. You think of, I think of Jump Street. Sad. Mm-hmm. And like, so I don't associate, I guess, the sexiness. I understand like why younger kids yeah, might sure. like him. Because he plays like a teen or he plays like a yeah. an adult. But as you grow older, like Steph, you're probably all over Johnny Depp at the right moment. I don't know. Maybe he's like an old man that you I are. like him. I wouldn't say like he's my top choice as like celebrity. celebrity crush. Crush at the moment. John Mulaney. <laughs> um uh, probably Pete Davidson. Pete right Davidson. Yeah. That's a real buffalo. Or Jade Thurwell from um, Little Mix. Oh, she's so hot. I, I think, yeah, she's very pretty. But, yeah, I, I think, actually, I can't really justify it. It sounds like your choices are just um, more about the person than the looks. And maybe you just don't get that with chatting because he's literally not a person. He's just very blunt. My favourite thing about him is he, the girlfriend is currently dating. He follows all her fan pages. And I just find that really beautiful. Like he likes to see pictures of yeah. his. Who's this? Oh, who's he dating again? Zoe Kravitz. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't find him attractive. And I'm baffled as to why everyone else does. I like. I just. Don't, I don't think people even talk about him anymore. No, he's fallen off the radar a little bit. Stunning. Yeah, he's sort of been replaced by John Cena in a lot of those movies. Like, John Cena has his role in a lot of movies. That is about itself. John Cena is in so many movies now, I can't handle it. And he plays the Channing Tatum role. Mm. I don't know if he plays the Channing Tatum role because Channing Tatum was always, like, the very sexy dancer kind of vibe. John Cena was, like, the funny dad, like, random appearance kind of person. Yeah, he's a cameo guy. Yeah. He's a bit more than a cameo, which... It's just weird. He went through a fight. I think it was like 2019. We had a few movies, but yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know anything about film as well, but good Thanks. one, Seth. Thanks. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I had good ones this week. I mean, they're always good, but like they were interesting this week. They were. <laughs> they made me think. <laughs> that doesn't take much, but about Tony Tatum. No. Why don't more people watch John Mulaney? <laughs> I don't know what this is. What even is that? He's a comedian. He's so funny. Oh. Okay, for our second segment today, we are going to be going and looking at our co-stars. Oh. Oh. 
Okay, so those who don't know, CoStar is an app that breaks down your horoscopes, which is pretty much tells you what you are, who you are, and when you are, okay? Um, so we're going to be discussing our horoscopes between each other and deciding whether or not they're real and whether or not we resonate with them and what things we do or don't believe about ourselves. For example, Steph is a Scorpio and everyone hates Scorpios. And it's <laughs> a Libra, and that means, quote-unquote, balance. James, oh, are you a SAG? I'm a Capri. Oh, everyone hates Capricorns. So this is just a little preface for those listening at home. A sun, which is the first one that Jamie read out, determines your ego, identity, and role in life. Your moon, which is the second one that Jamie read out, uh, determines your emotions, your moods, and your feelings. And the third one, the rising or ascendant that Jamie read out, is your mask. So it's the sort of persona that you present to people, but it's not essentially the way that you actually feel. Does that make sense? It does. Awesome. Yeah. So if Jamie said that her son was Capricorn, what does that mean if you want to read into that a bit more, Jamie? So your son is in Capricorn, meaning you are fundamentally responsible, serious, efficient, and rational. This can lead to a power-hungry ambitiousness. You have a tendency for workaholism and success or support for the dreams of those around you. Emotionally reserved, you need to learn to express your inner world and have fun. It's in your sixth house meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through routines. Okay, so I 100% agree with supporting your um, the dreams of those around you. Mm-hmm. And working hard. Like, fully, mm-hmm. Jamie will go balls to the walls for anyone she loves. I've never heard that saying before, but I only want to say never heard that saying before? No. Balls to the walls. You should just throw yourself at it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Balls first. Balls first. <laughs> <laughs> Boys to who? I think I was pretty close <laughs> in my. I think you were. I think I can be. I'm very. I am most of the time rational, um, and I can be ambitious and like have a tendency to work a lot. Um, efficient and responsible. I don't know. I think you are very efficient and responsible, but you want to yeah. put on the idea that you aren't because it's a bit Maybe. more of a fun personality than someone who is efficient and responsible. Maybe. But you do have a responsible and like st- not structured nature but a safer way of sort of throwing yourself at everything you're a bit more planned in that sense i think you know i think it's pretty accurate i think you're right i also um agreed with the one about the emotions like you've got to dig deep to sort of express uh, emotions yeah. i don't do that no yeah. i mean i'm just um no, that's very true. All right, am I going on to Moon or are we all doing Sun first? I think let's... Oh, I reckon we should all do one each. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Okay, Ben, so, do you want um, to pick us... Oh, or G? Are we going in order? Oh, Beth order, that's right. Okay. Ben, next anyway, isn't he? I'm next. Oh. And my son is in Pisces. Don't know what that means. Is that a flower? It's a fishy. It's a fish. Oh. Like fish, fish air. Italian fish, no. Um... So the sun determines your ego. It's a core editor. How do I actually click which one is mine? Go to your chart. Oh, your sun is in Pisces. Go to your chart. Are you ready? I'm so, like, annoyed. <laughs> I am. I've never Ben sound so manly in my life. It's like a real, like, to be my reading voice. <laughs> Go to your chart. Go to your chart. <laughs> Sorry, okay, okay. as you were, yes. So my son is in Pisces, meaning um, that you are fundamentally dreamy, insightful, and in your own world. You exist on a chaotic, chaotic plane of the divine that is not all material. Your rich imagination endows you with a strong Ooh. intuition for hidden emotional currents. When you take offence, it is deeply and you aren't necessarily interested in reconciliation. That is so you, yeah. Yeah. It's in your third house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through the things you know and are familiar with. I think in your own world is like 100% true. This is Gerard's world and we just live in it. (laughs) True. Um, How do you feel about it, T? I think it's pretty accurate. Um, I do take offence to things very easily. But that's, I think that's just like me overthinking things a lot. Um, but eventually, obviously, do 
reconcile with things, but I, I don't know. Things tick me off. But yeah. especially if it's not in the way I want them, I'm quite controlling. And I think that's that idea of only associating things that you're familiar with rather than trying things new so I wouldn't be as ticked off. But, yeah. But also, like, you're allowed to take time to be pissed off before you reconcile things. Like, there's such a thing like, oh, just Absolutely. make it. I can be mad for a little bit. Like, I just think I, I dwell too deeply on a lot of those things as well. Yeah. Rather than Ben's like, oh, my gosh, just murdered someone. Moving on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just, like, push someone into a fence. <sighs> Four weeks later. I hope they're okay. I'd be like, oh, just just, um, and it would take a lot out of me. But, yeah, I think I think that's seems about right. I've read it a lot of times. doesn't really change. I have a co-star question Should or a horoscope question. What does it mean about, like, it's in your house? So um, your, yeah. uh, the top house is the most dominant, essentially. Oh, okay. There's 12 houses, and wherever it falls into those 12 houses, it depends on it's your just alignment. How the, it's how the universe is divided, isn't it? Yeah, and but yeah. it's based on your alignment. So if you have a, a lot in one house, it means that you're off the alignment of universe and you want to have as many as your horoscope, like chakras aligned mm-hmm. to have a sort of quote-unquote, healthy aura. So it's also just where, from my understanding anyway, it's where the planets were, like, what particular place the planets were in the universe at the time you were born. Right, when you were born. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which would determine that following stuff. Okay. How do you know if you have a balanced, like, so do you want to kind of have one in every house? That would be the best balance, yeah. Oh, let's yeah. figure this out. How many? Yeah. Oh, they're all uh, in my first. <laughs> <house. laughs> have a competition. Who's the best? Uh, like, there's a thing where you can actually look up the balance of your mm. horoscope, but like, yeah. Should we move on to Steph, Scorpio Steph? Also, there's not 12 houses, oh. there's seven. One also, to six no, there's 12 because this is what that is. These are your houses. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh. okay so, oh, interesting. Okay, oh, so my. Look at me, guys. Just go to your chart. Come on. I literally <laughs> said no, there no, was 12. No, 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 no. But like, then I was reading my chart and it said 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 12. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Guys, oh. not to brag, but I'm kind of like a little bit balanced. I'm like, a little bit balanced. Like, I'm kind of happy with it. I'm really not balanced. Um, I've got 1, 3, 4, 10. But I've been told by, um, like, people that do this that I don't have a balance, so. But I was like, if it's in 10, it means it's not that dominant, doesn't it? So, like, it's all right? Yeah. I've got majority of them in one, two, no, one, three, and four. Oh. <laughs> You'll get there, buddy. It's all right. <laughs> doesn't change. Oh, well. Um, Steph, your turn. Uh, so, my son is a Scorpio. I love being a Scorpio. Huh? You have a son. You didn't tell me you had a kid. Who's the dad? Oh. Sorry, I should name my firstborn son Scorpio. You should. Feeling like my son Scorpio. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it, this means I have a fundamental urge to get to the bottom of things, which can at times lead you to be manipulative or power hungry. But <laughs> okay, don't fucking. That is so true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she's manipulative. Awesome manipulative. I don't think the second part of that is, but the first part. Um, but it comes down to an intense passion for authenticity, real intimacy, and the truth. It's in your first house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through yourself and self-image. And hey. because it's your first house, your son in Scorpio is super hyper-present in your personality. Yeah. He's a super Scorpio. <laughs> super Scorpio. <laughs> Um, I definitely have the urge to get to the bottom of things. I feel like yeah. I'm very nosy and I will like, and it, like even to. It's more caring though. Especially when it comes to like my friend's feelings. Like if I know my friend is off and like, I, I will tell like, even just through text, like the way you're texting me, I will know if you're off and I will need to get to the bottom of that really, really quick. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You're not nosy in like a bad sense. You're nosy in like, I you there's something wrong i want to help you yeah oh but i'm also nosy like i'll see i'll see cops on the side of the road and i'm like i need to know everything about that situation can we drive past it three times i like i want to see if i can say like i saw someone getting arrested the other day and i tried to walk past the police officer to read what he was writing in his notebook to find out why they were getting arrested (laughs) (laughs) she's a super scorpio um but then some people might construe that as 
being nosy as well. So like, probably no. I'm the first person to say I'm nosy. I want to know everything about I everything. I don't think there's really like there's a negative connotation with nosy, but like, does there have to be all the time? Ah, uh, probably. It depends your intention. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. Depends on your intentions. Um, and then also an intense passion for authenticity, real intimacy, and the truth. I absolutely agree with. I absolutely agree with that too. I absolutely agree with. I'm like, especially when it comes to things like love and sex, I can't just like, I can't fake that kind of intimacy. Like I need to have a real connection with a person. Relatable. Yeah. I agree. I'm not That's a one night stand kind of person. Yeah. Having a relationship with someone. No. My biggest fear. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Just, yeah. <laughs> to me, it's a big deal. Call me old fashioned, but mm. I don't want to deal with people that I don't. I, mean, I would much rather talk to someone over text or whatever for like a couple of weeks to a month to a couple of months, whatever, how long, ever long it takes me before I go on a date with them, than message them once and be like, all right, let's go out because I want to know everything about you before I meet you. I, I like, oh. I feel like mm, that, but that's just the way I deal with things. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's so dumb. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that like I need to have a connection with you before I'll even like develop feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I think I'm broken. Like I, I just I don't develop feelings anymore. It's just that's it. Or just just go up here. That's like- a good segue, <laughs> Steph. Speaking what? of broken, Ben. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't gone yet. Oh. No. Oh, I get it. Okay. <laughs> I, yes. What do you? Yeah. Is it why I'm nervous? Okay. Right. This is at home. You can put two and two together on that one. Thank you. Alrighty. Anyways, I've briefly read my son, and it's. I think it's pretty accurate. So, my son is in Libra. Hmm. So that means that you are fundamentally oriented towards fairness and justice. Your always generous relativism allows you to see both sides of every situation, though this may sometimes come off as indecisive or insecure. You don't get tied down to a single view on things. You frequently question yourself and rethink your views. You're more impressionable than you appear. You do what you say and can get a lot done. Typically well dressed. Oh fuck yeah! Like, like, <laughs> I love how the That's like an old man going to play golf. <laughs> yeah, and like Steph, it's in my first house as well, so it, it's like, um, I, I feel the need to distinguish myself from others through myself, my own image. Yeah, I think that's pretty back bang on. Yeah, I feel uh, like extremely impressive. The fairness and justice, one hundred percent. Like when it, whenever we're having a conversation, not not that we fight or like really have disagreements, but if we're yeah. ever like discussing something, you're always the first person to like weigh all the options yeah. and then try and decide what like the best lane for everyone is. But also, mm. like if you're discussing things, two of us have a different opinion. You're always like, well, like consider the other person's opinion regardless of what yeah. your one was. Oh, I think that sure. sort of plays in your. Um, favor but then also on the, on the flip side because you will struggle to come to a conclusion you will struggle to come which to is true point. which yeah. is why it and says you come off as indecisive yeah and oh, also yeah. And i really do agree same being impressionable as well like having known ben for a while if you say you like something ben will do anything to like also enjoy that yeah thing. that is very true I, I like the and, and that's like what i mean like, like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, like my, I think that nature of also wanting to um, enjoy things that other people like as well. Beautiful. Which is nice. But, like, if you, do, you know what I mean? Like, there's the pros and the cons of it. No, for sure. And I was actually thinking about the other day where I think you can call it people-pleasing, but I think I find myself as a big people-pleaser in a sense that if I'm nice to everyone, everyone should be nice to me. So I can't see why people don't like me. If that's, yeah. that's really rude, but I find myself always thinking like... Why don't they um, like me? I want everyone to I like me. I agree, though. 
Like, I remember having a breakdown to Steph once and I was like, I try to be nice all the time. I try to be like the best version of myself and be nice to people. And then like people treat me like shit still. And I was like, but I'm nice. Why doesn't it? Yeah. I think that understanding just comes with age. Like Steph and I both don't yeah, get I'm young. Mm. <laughs> and I, are I, young still, I still feel like if I'm nice to people, people should be nice back. Yeah. But, yeah. So like, I don't understand why people aren't nice, but I don't expect it anymore. Mm. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if that comes from age or just like heartbreak. It like should oh. be the way, but it's not. It's not how yeah. life works, unfortunately, which sucks. Absolutely. But we'll still be nice. Well, that was a good one, Ben. That was a, a good one. Thank you. I think yeah, I, mean, well, I don't really like look into horoscopes much, but so I, ever since I know what like being a Libra means, I've always find, found myself being like, yeah, typical Libra. <laughs> Do you use Libra feminine products now that you know that you're a Libra? Um, to wax my coochie? No. No, for they, like tampons. They don't do. They do feminine hygiene products. Like oh, tamp- wow, tell me your... Oh, fuck. I, uh, I, love, it's tamp- I love... It's tampons. It's, um, you know, those sorts of things. Quick shout out to Libra because they have fun facts on their wrapping. And like, oh, you can, and like I used to love going to the toilet school and then coming back with a random fact about ants or something. Like, it you was always know that a girl has her period if she can tell you a random fact out of nowhere. If she goes to the bathroom and then comes back with a random fact, she yeah. uses Libra product and she has her period. So give her a hug. Yeah. Just be like, that's, that's really, really good. And just, Come here. Bring it in. Yeah. You're doing really well, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if someone came up to me on my period and did that. Or oh, like when I'm PMSing. Oh my god. I would start crying and stop. <laughs> Jamie from the top. For my um, moon, I am a Gemini and that scares me because I have heard some negative stereotypes. Um it also reminds me of that bachelor moment um in Matt Agnew season, which was really funny. Um okay, so this is likely the sign you most think of yourself as. Oh, right, that's the wrong part. Your moon is in Gemini, meaning your emotional self is often restless and unsettled. You're extremely adaptable, which sometimes makes you feel pulled in too many directions. You are easily bored and need to feel like you are free to be creative and create meaning, which can make you feel like you're in a constant identity crisis. It's in your 12th house, meaning you find security and safety through privacy, secrets, and introspection. Um, <laughs> extremely I adaptable. I agree with. Am I? Am I? I'm like the um bear grills of emotions. Bear grills. What a fun man. I would think um, parts of it are actually quite right. I do think I get bored very easily. Um, and I do have a constant identity crisis because every time someone asks me what are my hobbies, I don't know. And I'm like, do I even do I even have hobbies? Am I a human? You know that kind of I stuff. Not a hobby. A hobby? I don't know what a hobby is. I think that's my problem. Well, I feel like you think that you need to have a hobby, and that is part of the identity crisis. Thinking you have to fall into a specific category. Mm-hmm. Whereas you might already do hobbies. Like you've got netball tonight. That's a hobby, but you might not categorize it as a hobby because it's not what you. I like, think a hobby. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I would say it's pretty – I do have a very restless and unsettled emotional being. I 100% would agree with that. Um, anxiety things. But <laughs> I would say – I don't feel like I find security and safety through privacy and secrets, but other than that, I think it, it was pretty good. Mm. I, I'm actually a little confused by the houses because my moon is also in my 12th house. And I have the same comment as what Jamie read out. Interesting. I could kind of see privacy and secrets for you, though, Gerard. Yeah, but like, does but it's in my twelfth house. So that mean is that weak for that? Because anyone with their twelfth house would have that same comment for their twelfth house, wouldn't they? Onto my moon. My moon. Yeah, get rid of it. It's so pale compared to your back. Oh my god. Sorry. God's really confused. Look, Jay's really confused. Talk about your ass. Because he said my moon. Which is like another name for ass. Isn't mooning like a verb? Like not a noun? You can say 
look at my moon and then pull your pants down. Anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my moon is in Sagittarius. The moon rules your emotions, etc., etc. It's likely to be a sign that you think of yourself as. So your moon is in Sagittarius, meaning your emotionally self, sorry, your emotional self is restless, self-questioning, optimistic, and independent. You may hide your sensitivities behind an interest in finding new ways to feel. It's in your 12th house, meaning you find security and safety through privacy, secrets, and introspection. Introspection. Mm. Introspection. What do you think, bitching? Mm. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe just because I'm very good friends with you, I don't see the whole, like, reserved, secret, emotional side. But I, I guess I can picture it. Well, let's go with the um, the self is restless, self-questioning, optimistic, and independent. Independent, <laughs> for sure. Independent. And I may find um, ways to hide my sensitivities behind an interest in finding new ways to feel. I think I that. Think it's in, I think I can see that in you. They just worded it very confusingly. Yeah. I think the thing is, is because the moon says it's likely the sign you think you most think of yourself as since it reflects your personality when you're alone or mm. deeply comfortable. So, like, these aren't things that we're necessarily going to see in each other. I think it matters whether or not you see yeah. them in yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think I do. Like, it is, like, I can be overly emotionally charged, but I know that if I'm just by myself and I can have my own time, like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pretty good and I'm okay with that. Some people aren't okay just being by themselves, but I've learned to be pretty good like that and I think that's why I like living by myself and mm. just the freedom in that sense but yeah that's my moon you're uh, Stephanie Stephanie uh, Ben uh, is it me next Ben was born before me I don't know why we've gone yeah, 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 I also thought that but who cares oh, oh yeah actually that's so true sorry oh, guys I wasn't going to question it okay so my moon is in Aquarius. Fish! Oh, I like Aquarius. So this means that my emotional self is intuitive, observant, detached, and rational. Ooh. You're often in your own world, but are scared of how you truly feel. Ooh. It's in your fifth house, so meaning you find security and safety through romance. Self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Ooh. So I thought I read that beforehand, but I missed the last part. Yikes. <laughs> what do you think about that? Observant and rational are very fair. Mm-hmm. Or like, I guess in my alone time, I'm like, oh, they said that. <laughs> they may have meant this. And then I was like, oh, no. Stress. Yes. I'm in my own world. Yeah, fair. Scared of how I feel. Hmm. I think so. I think so too, but I don't think I'm scared of how I feel. I think I'm scared of people coming into that world. That's mine. I also would possibly think that you might be scared of how people think you should feel and you like hmm. might change your emotions to the True. way that you think you should be responding to them and that could fall into the same category. Yeah. But yeah, finding security and safety through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, literally, you date, you do croquet. Yeah. <laughs> Dance. <no. laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I think it's accurate, but also like Steph said, it's probably a part of yourself that we don't see that often. Yeah, for sure. So it's hard to tell. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Stephanie. I can't get to my chart. Okay, I got that. Taking out that her name is Stephanie. And I, my moon's in Scorpio. What? Imagine she was old Scorpio. My moon is in Libra. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Ben. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as Ben. No, because his was a sun in Libra yeah. and mine was a moon in Libra. Oh. Really, Jamie, you're not paying any attention. No, I obviously don't get how this works at all. Uh, so this means that my emotional self is balanced, <laughs> harmonious, <laughs> sees both sides of every situation, 
<laughs> indecisive relationship oriented and desperate to please okay those last three are like yeah okay they got you on the last part yeah <laughs> you can be a little self-obsessed absolutely but tend to hide your feelings and needs absolutely it's in your 12th house meaning you find security and safety through privacy secrets and introspection i would agree with the second half of that i don't think my emotional self is balanced and you know what but like it might be when i'm older it definitely isn't now um i'm a yeah i'm definitely a little bit selfish so i don't see both sides of every situation (laughs) i find it really hard to see the other side, like I try really hard. It's not like I like I see my way and that's it. I do try my really way. hard to see both sides of a situation, but also like my world is like revolves around me. So. Which is fair <laughs> enough, by the way. Absolutely. Fair. Um, harmonious, I'm yet to see, but indecisive. I spent 10 minutes with my friend George the other day and she was trying to encourage me to choose a dip for our cheese board. Um, and she ended up choosing one because I didn't want to pick one that she wouldn't like. Um, <laughs> relationship oriented, I definitely think so. Like, not even just in love, but in everything. Like, my relationships are everything to me. Um, I'm like, I'm very guided in life by my relationships with people. Um, and privacy, secrets, and introspection. I feel introspection, sorry. I feel like I try to like keep things private and have secrets, but then it, I, I like I have one drink and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so I think it's accurate. The first three, I'm like, eh, but that could be as I get older. But everything else is like made to a T. I think that last one then might not even be secrets. It could just be thoughts. That idea of introspection as well. It could be. I don't yeah. talk about my feelings a lot. Yeah. But I mean, no one asks. So, how are you happening anytime soon? (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I agree with all that. Absolutely. Cool. 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 Now on to our rising. Now, what is our rising, Jamie? Just to remind those. Um, it is the mask you present to people. Okay, so sort of the ulterior persona. Yes. Skinny. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours. So if it doesn't make sense, reconfirm your birth time, be sure. Okay. So my ascendant is. I thought it meant like it changes every two hours in your life. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like you just got like bipolar. Oh, that's what I thought it meant. Oh my God. No. Like it means when you were born, it changes every two hours during the day. So when you're uh, born with it, that's the one you're stuck with. But like. I put the right birth time of mine. Yeah. yeah. I think so my I- rising is Cancer, the, the star sign, um, meaning I come across as gentle, intuitive, and warm, though some may regard this as overly emotional or sensitive to criticism. Mm. Uh, bang on. Nice. Balls to the walls, correct. <laughs> Balls to the walls. Um, I am overly emotional and sensitive, um, but I am proud of it. And I try to be gentle and warm. I think that's right. I think it's good. I think they've done well. I think so I'm going to jump in here and get a little bit sappy, but I think my favourite thing about Jamie is she has so many friends in her life and yet she is also the type of person to make each and every single one of those friends feel like they are her only friend. Agreed. Like she makes them feel so loved and like like they're the most important person in the room. Jamie, <laughs> don't even. I'm not gonna throw up. <laughs> um, guys, I'm gonna vom. Yeah. That's really sweet. Thank you, Stephanie. Right. You are Jamie's friend. That's why you feel like that. <laughs> no, it's not. And I like I, I see it in the way that you you talk with your other friends. Like I'm not there when you hang out with your other friends, obviously, but like you just I don't know. <laughs> You put in effort with every single one of your friendships, and I think that's really special. So gentle oh. and warm, absolutely. So Thank warm, so gentle. So much. I'm oh. going to, like, cry myself to sleep now because of that. Thank you. Like a rotisserie <laughs> chicken, warm and gentle. Warm and gentle. That's exactly what my Tinder profile is, just like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be fit no, on Let's take a moment of silence to appreciate that. 
I like to be seasoned with a little bit of salt. Also warm and gentle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, cat ran on my computer. Um, Warm and gentle. (laughs) 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 Ben, you don't have a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Um... Up to my rising. Now, I just wanted to preface, I've done a bit of reading of this previously, and my one talks a lot about responsibility, but the responsibility is related to Saturn. So I'm also going to quickly discuss the Saturn one after I read this. Is that okay? Sure. But um, this one was in Aquarius. Aquarius? Aquarius. 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 Whoa. Um, And it says, meaning you come across as broad-minded, intellectual, and prone to obstruction. Though somewhat detached or abrupt in your dealings with the real world, your unconventional interests may seem eccentric or pretentious to others. I, maybe it's not right. But then I just wanted to add in my Saturn, which was talking about responsibility and my roles that I have. Steph, you might like this one. Your Saturn, is in, um, your Saturn rules your responsibilities, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. So this would, might be how I react to things. Right. Your Saturn is in Aries, yeah. meaning you struggle with aggression, impatience, defensiveness, hastiness, and conceit. It's in your third house, meaning you have difficulties with things you know and are familiar with. So I thought I'd just add that in. With you. Actually, we're the same. We, we've both got that. <laughs> well. But, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's right. Maybe I'm just going to find out my actual birth time. Maybe. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if that is. um, It doesn't sound like me. So I feel like, yeah, you might have got your birth time wrong. Would anyone else have the early morning, baby? Huh? Yeah, I was like five o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning. The rain is pouring. Conversation got boring. I was trying to think of the next line, but I couldn't. Okay, well, next week in the pod, I'm gonna get my birth certificate, find out what time I was born, and let's then... do it. Let's do a time but, reveal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what do you think I am, Steph? Because we've had these conversations before. What do you think my uh, rising would actually be? Your rising? Mm. Oh, I just have no idea. Okay. I don't know I... signs well enough to do this. Neither. I feel like I'd be okay, like, um, I'd be okay with, like, your main sign, like your sun sign, but mm. rising, they all have different meanings. What do I sort of, what persona do I give up? I've always said that you're an Aries. Yeah, and I've had that said by multiple people. I don't know what it is about you that, because you're not overly controlling. I don't think you're aggressive. Um, maybe it's because you're very confident and um is outspoken the right word is that what i'm trying to say i don't actually know the meaning of that word outspoken? like i don't speak okay no then that's not what that means <laughs> um i like loud but not in a bad way okay thank you yeah i but i i don't know necessarily what it is about aries that like screams. A lot of your friends are Aries. Yeah, they are. Anyway, just me. Cool. Then your turn. Um, so mine's a personal attack. Um, <laughs> so my ascendant is in Virgo. Oh. <laughs> hey, my one of my best friends is a Virgo. She's like. I hate Virgos. Oh. This is what it says, and it's smack bang to a T and offensive. <laughs> is in Virgo. It means you come across as precise, diligent, peace-seeking and organised. Um, you may seem a bit too attached to work, <laughs> details or the pursuit of perfection, which ultimately makes you seem boring. Fucking <laughs> 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 Okay, so I, I agree with that. Most of that. <laughs> I don't think... I Why agree with that. You come across as boring, though. I, I think you're very smart, and you have a lot of opinions on things, and you just you have a lot of knowledge. But I don't think that makes you boring. It makes you interesting because, like, you can talk about so many things and like have discussions with you. I don't I think, think knowledge that makes me boring. I think it's just 
over-attached to pursuing perfection. But I think your masters and how much you have to do with that makes it with the PhD step, please. Sorry, no. PhD. Oh my god. Rating. <laughs> your I PhD think- and how much you have to do with that yeah. makes it harder for you to have a social life, I would guess. Yeah, true. Which again, it doesn't, but like also I don't think you deal with like you seem like you have a very active social life, even though you're like attached to your work. But- I can't do this night. I can't do this night. Yeah, true. I think for Ben, it's not so much the idea of being boring we've had this conversation before I think it's more how directed he is in specific things so Ben is very intelligent regarding the brain oh yeah, yeah. but then when it comes to anything else 100 Ben is like whoa I'm educated like Bluetooth <laughs> yeah whoa Any, anything like eating different kinds of food like tr- getting uh, like he, he's very social, but um, it's it's still very like locked in. I wouldn't say you're boring. I'd say you're um, not as adventurous. Sure. Yeah. And and I think that comes across in your um, ability to learn things. Like you're very smart at specific things, and it's great that you have something that you're really smart at. But that's why I love you in the podcast as well because you bring up all of these <laughs> things that we don't really think about, but you do. Honestly, we should start a new segment. It's just like the brain and thinking about. Yeah, Yeah, literally, because I feel like every single episode, Ben's given us like a lesson of something to do with the brain or like something psychological or how something works in your body. But then (laughs) in my head, it's just like the monkey flapping. That I'm just like Bluetooth, like yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that's your personality. That's how like yeah. That's part of your humor. Your humor is that sort of goofy person, even though your background is very, like, intelligent. Yeah. But I told you, I'm like, Ben, you should know that. What the hell? It's yeah. basic stuff. True. But <laughs> No, you're right. I, like, I get what you mean by you're not adventurous. I think, like, things like trying new foods I'll do, but I know what you mean in the sense that, like, I'm very much like a, right, okay, on Sunday afternoon, we're going to go this, 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 do it. Like, I'm not spontaneous, not adventurous like that. Mm. Yeah, so I relate. But I don't think that's boring the way they described it. I think that's just more you. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes off as boring. Yeah. Offended. Oh, well. (laughs) Right. Like last episode, Costa, cancelled. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Can someone find out anything about him? Thanks. Thanks. We went dirt. Mm-hmm. Does John Mulaney have co-star? I'm sure he does. Him. That's next week. <laughs> Celebrity co-stars. Wow. Interesting. Okay, so my rising sign or ascendant sign is also in Libra, so I have two um, of my majors yeah. in Libra. Um, and mine is me to a T. So it means I come across as compromising, courteous, fair-minded, though sometimes passive-aggressive. You seem inclined towards balance in all forms, aesthetic, romantic, and judgment. Yeah. Just leave that there. I can see that. <laughs> Very accurate. Uh, compromising. I mean, I think compromising is a little hard for me, but I'm working on it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Quite good at that. Um, and maybe I think that comes down to like understanding both sides as well. Yeah, that's but true. I also feel like that also comes a little bit down to what it said in my son about me being a little bit manipulative. Mm. I like to get my way. <laughs> um, no, passive aggressive, absolutely. That's the only way I deal with like feelings or anger is through being yeah. passive aggressive. And and I do want balance in all forms of my life, especially aesthetic. Cute. I can see your beautifully clean room behind you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all my shopping. My bed's made, though. True. That's a win. And I didn't even leave the house today, so I didn't even need to make my bed. I've never I'm looked- today. Like, why waste your time making your bed if you're just going to get in it again that day? So that was always my thoughts. 
except now I fully value getting into a nice made bed because I just think it's more oh, I have to have a made bed. I can't sleep if it's not made. It's really yeah. sad because it's such a waste of time. But yeah. Even in, like during lockdown, sometimes I'd like make my bed for like an hour and then I'd get into it after it was made. Oh, yeah. I, will, I will make my bed and get into it a minute later. <laughs> I just like to, it's like a thing I do before I leave the house. Like I'm going to get my keys, I'm going to get my wallet before I go, get all my stuff. But my bed has to be made and I have to go into my room and see the bed made, then I'll go. It's just like a, um, a routine. Okay. I have. Like it, it's not, not about like getting back into it. It's just more, I have to have it done. As soon as I wake up, it's the first thing I do. Oh, really? I shower. I like, check my phone. I literally like um, a loser. I, I cry. My bed. <laughs> and then yeah, that's, that's my day. But yeah, I like I like it. I like the feeling of when you like pull back the the top sheet if you use a top sheet. The like, top sheet superior. Sorry, I know you guys don't use it, and you don't. I I do in winter, but I've lost my top sheet when I moved. So oh. Just buy another one. Okay, cool. So for Christmas, I'm getting Gerard <laughs> some sheets. Go under his. Duna? Is that what you call it? I forget. Yeah, you call it a quill. Are you 80? <laughs> <laughs> That's another segment which I think we should do. Um, editing Steph, if you can save this, please. Um, Adelaide versions of words versus oh, the yeah. versions of words. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. I will start jotting some down. Like, we call them bottoms. They call them Ben Ellels. What? Ah. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. That was me. You said it too quickly, so it sounded like a word. Yeah, I was like, what's that mean? <laughs> okay. No, but, like, I won't spoil it. Like, I agreed. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I meant about the words. For example, we have a specific word that we call the actual pole part. Stogie pole. A, Dick. A what pole? Stogie? 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 Yeah, oh, oh, spoil, yeah. You told me. <laughs> is it stoby pole? It's a stoby pole, yeah. And we call them lamp, light pole, light poles. Lamp. So the, lamp the, the posts. Pole, lamp posts, that's it. What do you call them? The things that hold up power lines, they're called stoby poles. Oh, we call them power. Power lines. <laughs> the whole thing is just a power line. That doesn't have power. a name. Boring, boring. Yeah, power line posts. Yeah. They have um save it for the pod. Dance classes. We have dance classes. Yeah, okay. That's not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I think that wraps up the general like personal co-star chart, yeah. horoscope, astrological, <laughs> individual um bits. Mm, Next yeah. week we're going to dive into our compatibilities. Oh, um, and if any of us should have sex with each other. Wow. Or just a big orgy. Done. For the pod. <laughs> for the pod, obviously. Now, just, but yeah, um, I'm excited for next week. And okay. I hope this sets up a bit of a um, funkiness, but look out for that one. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. It's been very, very nice to catch up with everyone as well. Yeah. See you all. Um, good luck with netball tonight. I hope oh, thank you. you. I hope we lose um, because we're we up to section one and we want to be in section four. So. Oh, reef. Okay. I also hope you lose then. Um, we're going to lose on purpose. I think we will lose. Also, um, I want to play one game serious to see how good we actually are. <laughs> But yeah, have a great time, everyone. I'll see you all later. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Because we're Delta Airlines and life is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>